cards are dealt the other way now, and for the last time, no more shuffling. Welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Fuel Shuffling the Deck. Today we're going to be doing the Philadelphia Eagles. I figured I'd just do the entire NFC East division, and we will conclude it with the Eagles. Um, again, if you haven't listened to any of the rest of uh, Shuffling the Deck, uh, go ahead and try and find them uh, episodes and give them a listen. Also, uh, my good friend and colleague, John Eddie Jr. is doing his uh, Fantasy Fuel on the Fire again, so go give that a listen. Uh, it's, it's actually pretty good. So without further ado, let's get to it. All right, and of course, we ha- I, I, this is just cra- it's crazy that we, we get this lucky. I mean, something happens in the news, and of course we get the random selection of D- Deshaun Jackson. Uh, um, he is now a Philadelphia Eagle again. Yes, he is. <laughs> Why not? You know, um, he's he's definitely somebody I'm not always been too high on. I've never been a, a huge fan of Jackson uh, because he, he's a guy that has a tendency to rely on big plays to produce fantasy numbers. So uh, before I get too deep into that. I, I don't want to be proven wrong, so let's go look at his most recent fantasy production. And, of course, that was last year with the uh, Buccaneers. So last year, he actually did really pretty good, uh, and it looked like he was fairly consistent. Um, week one, he had 30 points. Week two, 24 points, and 7 points, 17, 16, 11, 16, 6, 12, 10, 6, and then he didn't play for three weeks he basically didn't play much of the last five games. But if you actually look at, if you sort it by average, he was in the top 30 upon all wide receivers last year, um, which was an average of 13 points per game. That's that's actually pretty good. 13 points per game out of a guy you don't really expect. He's a number two on another team, and now he's going to be a number two on the Eagles, um, it's it's a pretty decent number, too, because Jeffrey's good. And then, of course, you got Jackson, who is now going to be the clear-cut number two. And, I mean, this might push Aguilar uh, out of the picture a little bit. Uh, I know the reports are that they're going to keep him there, um, which is great, I and mean, that's fine. I just don't expect his numbers to get any better. But, anyway, let's get back to uh, <laughs> Deshaun Jackson. Um, so, even with his typical deep threat type of receiver that he is for fantasy football purposes. He's actually been pretty consistent and everybody knows that I am all about consistency. And and you can talk to anybody who knows me that plays fantasy football. They'll be like, well, he's, he's not going to go for that guy because he is a, a boomer bus. Well, here we go. I am not calling Deshaun Jackson a boom or bus player. Just because you're a deep threat doesn't mean you can't be consistent, and he has been. And now he's going to have a better quarterback. I mean, listen, if you if you don't think that he's going to be better with the Eagles, 
than he was when he was on the Buccaneers last year, then you're just fooling yourself. I mean, Carson Wentz is a huge upgrade at quarterback compared to Fitzpatrick and Jameis Winston. I mean, when when you're flip-flopping between two quarterbacks and not knowing which one is going to be the better quarterback, uh, this starter today, or is he the starter today? I, who knows? That's never a good scenario for a wide receiver, let alone a team. So that's something you have to look at. I mean, it's pretty simple to me that Carson Wentz is by far a better quarterback than both of uh, Fitzpatrick and Winston. Now, you might be saying, well, didn't they do that a little bit in Philadelphia with Nick Foles? I mean, he is the one that won the Super Bowl. It wasn't Carson Wentz. Well, that was all because of injury. <laughs> now that Carson Wentz is the clear-cut guy because Nick Foles is no longer there, um, there's no question. There's no question and as long as he stays healthy, I expect Jackson to be a really good fantasy value. And here's here's why. It, it's actually really quite unbelievable how great of a deep threat Jackson has been in his career. He has 40 catches of 50-plus yards since entering the NFL in 2008. That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, right? Um, well, that's more than six teams. More than six teams during that span. That's amazing. He has been that good at 50-plus. I mean, that's just insane. I mean, if, if you're just looking at when he's just with the Eagles, and now he's going back to the Eagles, he has the most 50-yard touchdowns by an Eagle since 1960. He has 17 50-yard touchdowns with the Eagles. <laughs> and here's another great stat. Um he has the most 50-yard touchdowns against the Eagles since 1960. So that's even better. I love that. Um, but let's take a look at what would happen maybe if Carson Wentz does get hurt. <laughs> Listen, if Carson Wentz gets hurt and you don't have Nick Foles, I'm not expecting anything out of any of the wide receivers for the Philadelphia Eagles. Right now, the biggest key for the Philadelphia Eagles to be successful is Carson Wentz's health. So if you don't have him, you don't have, really, you don't have anything. You know, there's no chance they will be a viable team without Carson Wentz because they just don't have the backup like they used to have with Nick Foles. And I think another thing that would help out the Eagles is if they got somebody in the running game that can be big, um, like Mark Ingram. Uh, that's a possibility. There's rumors out there right now flying around that Mike, Mark Ingram might be a possibility to go to the Eagles. If that happens, I think that opens things up quite a bit for that offense. Uh, Mark Ingram's a very quality back. We've talked about that plenty of times. And if that's the case, I really do believe that you're going to get more open down the field looks to Deshaun Jackson. And once these once Carson Wentz and Jackson gets some kind of rapport and they can really see that the openness in the defenses, especially bad defenses, if you are going to play a Deshaun Jackson against a bad defense, that's going to be lights out. Lights out every single week. And then listen, every single person that knows me is going to be like, what are you talking about, Tom? You are never somebody that goes out and gets a guy like this. Well, listen, this guy has proven to be a deep threat and be consistent. I said it once. 
<laughs> so I'm going to say it again. If, if you can get a guy that gets deep threat opportunities, so that's like touchdowns. We're not talking about just a 20-yard pass. We're talking about 50-yard passes, 50-yard gains. These are touchdowns. Deshaun Jackson is fast. You, nobody's going to catch up to him. You have to have somebody really fast to get him. And by that time, he's probably already burned everybody. So if you have somebody who's getting touchdowns on a regular basis every single week, that is very, very valuable. And he's probably a guy you can get later. Uh, there's no way somebody's going to go crazy in him in any type of draft. So I would imagine that you you can wait on somebody like this and – Take your chances. Take your chances. All right, I think that'll do it for me today on Fantasy Fuel Shuffling the Deck. Make sure you check Fantasy Fuel out at fantasyfuelpodcast.com. You can also check us out on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure you leave us a nice review. Um, also, go check out our Facebook page and check out the Facebook page, Fantasy Football Stardom and Sit 'em. Um, they. Like we've said before in the past, this is a place you can go to get with other people that know about fantasy football, and you can get their knowledge, and you can get our knowledge too. I also want to remind you that, again, that uh, John Eddie Jr. is doing his episode of Fantasy Fuel on the Fire, and I think that will be a lot of fun for you guys to listen to. So go check that out, and remember to stay fueled up this offseason. season.